And um, let's uh, invite the lovely Becky up. Come on, Beck. Jesus, thank you for this wonderful woman. Thank you that she leans into you and hears your voice. Thank you for her, humi her humility. Thank you for the way that she serves us and that she keeps the well-being and the church of the church and the, the, the best for the church in the front of her mind. Amen. Good morning, everybody. Okay, I'm just going to sort myself out here. And hopefully I can still read my notes. Okay, we are at the beginning of the summer. Yes, that's how I feel as well. Um, and we have three Angel Center Sundays. For those of you not familiar with the rhythm on which we meet, um, I won't go into it now, now, but we have three gatherings like this before we get back into the normal term time sort of paradigm in our lives. And so we are making the most of these three summer Sundays to talk a little bit about group life in the church, to celebrate some of the really brilliant things that our small groups have been doing, some of the experiences that we as a church family have had, and also hopefully to encourage and inspire us to go into the next terms set of small groups with a fresh enthusiasm and expectation for all that God is going to do through you and with us as a church family. So um, that is the point of this. We're going to hear some testimonies from some of our small groups in a minute, and um, we're just hopefully going to be encouraged. Is everyone up for that? Good. Well, one person who is giving a testimony is up for that, so that's really good. Is everyone else up for that? Oh, good. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know, our church life as a church family together is not just about Sundays. Woohoo! Sundays are great, and we have one every week, but our church life isn't just about leading up to everyone getting here for worship on a Sunday, and then we get all filled up, and then we kind of just wait for the next one. Um, if that's the way you're living, then um, I'm really sorry because there's so much more. And a big part of that is our group life, the opportunities we have through the week to sometimes, I use the word a touch point, um, just a way to connect in with church family at a time that's not Sunday morning. And we have all kinds of different groups that meet through the week. We have some that are focused on a particular type of ministry or they are reaching out to a or serving a particular group of people in our community. We have some that are specifically focused around Bible study or around um, a course or um, Steve and Jan have been leading one this last term on healing. Um, and we also have some that are more interest-based. Uh, we've got the board game group that is running at the moment, and um, there are actually loads of them. 
and we've already got loads planned for September, which is fantastic news. Um, but the whole point of these groups, whether they look like the team washing up for an alpha course, or the group who gather with Rodney and Sonia to paint watercolors and listen to Jesus, no matter what type of group it is, they are all designed with an idea that people gather together to encourage one another, to talk about and discover more of what it means to follow Jesus and to love Jesus. And also that for somebody who doesn't yet know Jesus to come into that group, that they would find a place that is welcoming, that is inspiring, encouraging, somewhere where they feel loved, where they feel they can belong, and where inevitably, because of how awesome you all are, they will discover more of the love of Jesus and that journey of getting to know him, of belonging to something and belonging to him, and that they would no longer be someone who doesn't yet know Jesus, but they would get to be someone who does know Jesus. So whether you call that evangelism or discipleship or evangelipalship, um, the point is that that's all kind of part of one long big journey that we are all on. Okay. Um, really, you could sum it all up in the word connection. And that's what we're going to focus on today, the idea of connection. Um, so I would like to welcome my friend Paul to come and share with us for a few minutes. This is Paul. You can give him a big round of applause. He's also helping look after the doors. So um, we've just got to swap over. It's a good job that we haven't got an enormous building where someone had to like shout for him all the way down the corridor. Paul, tell us a little bit about one of the groups you've been involved in and what that has looked like for you. Yeah, so um, we were involved, I was involved with the men's Bible study group that went on Wednesdays, and um, we had gone through a series on looking at the various quotes that Jesus made about I am, and looking at each one of those individually. Um, it's been really, really good, just coming together, chatting, going through scripture, going through the various bits and pieces, and then discussing, and then finding out how not only is it just that particular verse, but actually how they link to many other verses in the Bible, and then discussing and, and getting various people's ideas and what people have thought about various things and discussing them. And it was just really, really good just to be able to come together as a, as a group of guys. Um, some came a lot more than others, but it was, it was fantastic to just to be able to meet together, discuss the Bible, discuss about Jesus, who Jesus was, and then the ramifications of what that means for our own lives, taking that way, then sharing it about how the, that particular verse that Jesus spoke about impacted in our lives, and then sharing about sort of struggles that we had gone through and how we could support each other as well. So it was a really, really great uh, group to be able to connect together, do Bible study, and to learn about Jesus. Is that enough? That's a good start. Great. Oh, he's going away. Stay here for a second. Um, I didn't warn you of this. Have you got a story of something that has been encouraging for you? Um, have you seen something in your life where you've grown or something has been encouraging during the time you've been part of the group? I'm just waiting for you to nod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, there's, there's been loads and loads of stories. Um, just as we went through the various I am's, um, I learned personally a loads of things. One of the ones that uh, I learned was about the I am the good shepherd. And, and the idea is that the shepherd would actually, in, in the, the old times uh, in Israel, there would be like a, a little courtyard and the shepherd would sleep at the only entrance into that courtyard and the shepherd would be there to sort of watch over and guard. And um, in the particular verse that talks about the wolves and the idea of the shepherd was to guard and that the inside that space was a safe place for the sheep. And the shepherd's role was to guard that gate. And, and the whole ramification of what that means for as we are in Jesus, he is our safe space. He's the guard. He's the protector. He looks after us. He keeps us safe. And um, if we do wander off, we know that um, Jesus goes after the lost sheep to bring us back in. But he's our shepherd. There's loads and loads of other stories I could share as well. But Becky's got lots of time. That's brilliant. And in one sentence, if you can manage it, um, if someone was wondering about how to connect in with group life here in the church, what would you say to them? Um, what? For this group or for gentry? Um, yeah, just, get in, just, just basically seek out people either in the leadership team or seek out people how they can get involved. There are loads and loads and loads of opportunities to be able to make connection in this church. Um, if you are not sure, then go and see uh, either Cheryl or Becky or any of the other leaders what opportunities there are in, involved to be able to connect and get involved because this is a church that has lots and lots of opportunities to be able to connect, to feel part of a big, huge family. So don't hold back. Just get involved and just see what God can do through you. Brilliant. Thank you, Paul. Give him a round of applause. So that is the men's Bible study. I did say that all the groups, anybody would be welcome to turn up. I think probably, more specifically, if you want to turn up to the men's Bible study, it helps if you're a man, although I'm sure they wouldn't turn you away if you're a lady. There is also a ladies' Bible study that runs um, that's got a similar sort of feel. Um, they have been going, I reckon they probably win the award for the longest running group at City Church, because I think I went there when I was a baby. <laughs> and um, so we've got some Bible study style groups. Thank you so much to Paul. Um, give me a wave if you have connected in with that group in some way. Yes, great job, everybody. Next up, um, Neil. Do you want to come join me up here? This is Neil. Give him a round of applause. Um, Neil, tell us a little bit about the group that you have been part of and what that's been like. Hi, uh, so we um, are part of Stephen Sue Gilgan's, I think it's been called the West Worcestershire Group, hasn't it, at some point? We don't live in the West of Worcestershire, so I don't know how we sneaked into that. Uh, but Stephen Sue hosts that group in their home, and we came back to City Church about a year ago and knew lots of names of people and knew people kind of quite, um, you know, by, uh, on a kind of shallow level, um, but it's been really great being able to uh, journey with and pray with and talk with uh, a smaller group of people week by week and really get to know them and pray with them 
pray for them, to encourage them, be encouraged by them, and, and just do all those things that, that believers can do um, in a group together. It's just been really, really encouraging for us and uh, uh, really helped us sort of uh, uh, develop some good friendships as well. Um, can you tell us a little bit what your gatherings look like? What do you do in those times? Um, yes, yeah, so there's about a dozen people, and um, we uh, often uh, study the Bible together and pray and chat and discuss together, but it can be other things as well. We can just uh, go out for a meal together, can just um, share food together in a house. Um, there's, been, there's other things as well. What else am I missing? Yeah, just chatting and chewing over different topics together and, uh, and spending time with each other, yeah. And um, what would your encouragement be to people who haven't yet connected into a group off of your experience in this group? Um, yeah, I would say just, just do it because uh, I think we, we need that, that small group uh, connection with people. We need to have people that we're praying with and we need to be challenged sometimes in a gentle way by people around us. We need to be spurred on and sharpened, and, uh, and that's really great. I would say as well, um, Steve and Sue Gilgan are fantastic group leaders. And I, I felt like saying that, you know, if there's any of you that are thinking about leading a group and you want to have a little masterclass, just come and sit in their group for a couple of weeks and watch them in action. Because Joe and I, we've had conversations about this. We've been hosting groups in Persia and other places for, I don't know, 30 years. But we watch Steve and Sue do it and think, wow, they've got some real skills there. That is great. So, uh, I, yeah, give them a round of applause. They are fab, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Neil. Thank you so much. Give Neil a round of applause as well. Um, I love that. Let's honour the people who do really great things for us. And if you can embarrass them from the front, even better. Because it is great to celebrate and acknowledge the gifting in our church, isn't it? Um, fantastic. I've got one more person who's going to share. Um, Liz Wilson. Give this lady an enormous cheer. This is Liz. Anyone who doesn't know Liz, Liz holds our church together. Um, and if you ever receive an email about anything from the church, it's probably from Liz because she helps make everything happen. Uh, she has also been running a group the last couple of terms. Uh, tell us a little bit about that group, Liz. What is it? Why did you set it up? Yeah, I set up the um, board game evening. Um, Primarily because I thoroughly enjoy playing games. Um, yeah, some obviously more competitive games than others, um, but we, we just have fun and just play games and spend time chatting with, with each other. Um, uh, basically, we meet uh, fortnightly, roughly, and just on a Friday evening, just enjoy ourselves playing some games. Thank you. Um, and what kind of stories have you got? What have you experienced? What have people in your group experienced? What's been encouraging? Tell us some good stories. Well, I, I suppose I've really got two stories. One is um, 
sometimes on a Friday evening, I really don't feel like going out or doing anything, but actually to go out and just spend time with people I know and love and just being real with each other and just chatting is so encouraging, so uplifting uh, and so enjoyable. The other thing, we've been a little bit low in number, well, we've varied in numbers, but one of the most regular attenders has been somebody who doesn't come to church. She grew up in the church, um, and we are our only contact. And we just chat and talk about all sorts of different things whilst we're playing our games. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, and what would you say to people who are yet to connect in with a group or are wondering what to do uh, when September and all the new groups start up? Um, what's your message, Liz? Uh, the same as what Neil said, basically, just, just do it. Because uh, to connect in with people more than just on a Sunday morning at different times, where you can actually spend time chatting, spend time being real with each other, um, is just so precious and so valuable. Fantastic. Thank you, Liz. Oh, Marguerite, come on up. I want to talk about a little miracle that happened to me um, in connection with Friday Friendship. Um, I go on Fridays, of course, to that lovely group um, there are lots of elderly ladies like myself, and, but I'm part still of the team. And on Friday we had um, a celebration afternoon with uh, scones and cream and jam. And I set off from home a bit earlier because I wanted to be there to help setting up, but also I go usually to the market to buy some a plant, look at the stall where there's some lovely plants. And as I was on my bus, suddenly a little ladybird, a little ladybird flew on my sleeve and, sleeve and I knocked it on my hand and it spread its wings and went onto my glasses. And I knocked it off again onto my other hand and it spread its, wing, its wings and suddenly I thought, oh my goodness, I left the rhubarb at home on the hub. So I thought, thank you Lord that you told me. You send your little messenger. You know I love nature very much. And your lovely creations, trees, everything that is there. And you send me a little message. And I will turn immediately around on the next bus and go home. Which I did. The bus just left as soon as I entered it back to Lower Wick, walked very quickly to my home, opened the door, all was well, no, no burning smell, nothing. Switched off, and then I realized also 
the rhubarb had obviously risen and there's some syrup on the top and it sealed the lid. And it, it was just so wonderful. And then I still got, not much later, back to Friday Friendship than I would have wanted to be. And God said to me in a way, you don't need to hurry, you don't need to forget the things. Just take your time. And I just thank him and praise him for little messengers. Because I thought at the time of the drive, ladybird, ladybird, fly away home. Your house is on fire. <laughs> so, but it wasn't. <laughs> and praise God. We had a wonderful celebration afternoon with lots of fun. We have such richness in our church family, don't we? I could have picked anybody to come up and share, and we would get different stories and different experiences. And part of the joy of connecting together as family is to spend time with people maybe you don't get to spend time with every day. Um, maybe people you don't know very well. Maybe make some new friends. Maybe get to know people on a new level. And that is what our group life is for. Um, I am very quickly just going to share something out of John 15. Um, I've been in John 15 recently, and actually the men's Bible study have been doing all of the I am's, and this is one of the I am's. Um, it's the bit where Jesus talks about being the vine, and you may well be familiar with this. He talks about um, abiding or remaining, and as I've been thinking about group life in our church, I've been thinking about this idea of what does it mean to abide? What does it mean to be family together? What does it mean to live alongside one another, to live with one another, and also to be living with Jesus? Um, and John 15, I'm not going to read all of it because um, it's long, but there's a section in it where Jesus, he says, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. And the first bit of John 15, this idea of remaining, of abiding, of being grafted into the vine. Living with and in and for and because of Jesus. And that is what we are called to be. That is who we are called to be. That is what we are called to do when we follow Jesus, when we love Jesus, when we call ourselves church family we are living with, in, for, and because of Jesus. And then a little bit further on in John 15, he, Jesus then calls us to love one another. Verse 11 says, I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. My command is this, love one another as I have loved you. So something about the idea of abiding in Jesus automatically becomes about loving one another. 
It's like the natural progression from being attached to Jesus, connected to Jesus, means that we will also love one another. It's cool, isn't it? It's almost like it's just what naturally happens when you know Jesus. You love other people. And he says, this is where your joy will be made complete. So there is joy in us being connected to him and loving one another. And for me, I think our group life, we've already said it, it is an opportunity to connect, to abide both together and to abide in Jesus, in the normal every day, in having a meal, in having a coffee, in playing a board game, in trying desperately to beat Liz, which is just fun because she's really competitive. Um, It's about those times when we share together and we pray together. And then when two weeks later you check in and ask somebody, that thing we prayed about, how did it go? It's about the stories that come when Marguerite turns up and says, you'll never believe what happened to me on the bus today. And it's about each of those connections, how our own walk with Jesus can be shared, can be encouraged, can be inspired, and can be made so much richer when we walk that walk alongside other people, when we share that walk with other people. Um, One of the groups that's been meeting for the last year or so is called Known. Has anyone ever turned up to Known? Quite a lot of us. And one of the things at Known that they do, as well as eating an incredible meal every week, is that people share their story. They share something of what their life has looked like, how knowing Jesus has made a difference in their life. And it's an incredibly encouraging time together, isn't it? And we get to know each other deeper, but we also learn so, so much about the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God. Um, The idea of evangelism and discipleship and then being evangelipalship, the idea of bringing people into something to belong... Um, if you haven't yet, get a, get a chance to talk to someone on the Alpha team if you need some encouragement of what it looks like to journey with people as they discover more about Jesus. In fact, two weeks' time, Alpha Sunday is here. The Alpha team are taking over the Angel Center for an entire Sunday to give you guys a taster of what Alpha looks like, feels like, and why you should already be praying about who to invite in September. Um, It's brilliant. And if you fancy joining the team, I think they have a slot in the washing up team. Um, I say washing up team, it largely is the eating the leftover food team, but there is some washing up involved. Um, Really, we're talking about intentional relationships, aren't we? We're talking about spending time with people and not forgetting to mention Jesus. But actually, Jesus is so a part of who we are that we can't help but let him leak out in our conversation, in our time together. Building friendships and relationships, meeting new friends. Um, 
I made a note to myself. Sometimes I make notes to myself that are like me talking to myself. <laughs> and what I've written down is, none of this floats my boat, Bex. Um, and it might be that you're sat there going, well, group life sounds very much like the sort of thing that enthusiastic people who like board games and talking to people will do, but that's not my thing. And that's okay, because we're a family. And in our family, we've got extroverts and we've got introverts, and we've got people who like board games and we've got people who hate board games, and we've got people who like to eat together, and we've got people who don't like to eat together. Honestly, if you don't like eating together and you're still in our church, then God bless you, because you are regularly in an uncomfortable position. Um, but if, as yet, I haven't mentioned anything that sounds even remotely interesting to you, but you do want to connect with church family in some way, and you can think of something that would be awesome and we just haven't come up with it yet, then let us know. The type of group is not really the point. The point is the abiding. The point is connection. And I am up for really any kind of group if it means that we connect together and we connect with Jesus. So if you've got an idea and um, we haven't mentioned it, let me know. Uh, how are we do for time? It's half past. Um, it'd be cool to pray together, wouldn't it? Um, sometimes we, we break into small groups to discuss and to pray. I think what we'll do today is just take some time, find a handful of people around you. Let's find out if any of those people that you find are in a group and if they love it, why they love it. And then can we pray for one another? Can we encourage one another? Anything that you need today, let's just pray together and ask Jesus to be with us this week. Um, and then when we've done that for a few minutes, we'll finish and have some more coffee. Let's do it. Let's go.